Good uh, evening, everybody. It's um, Shri and CJ here. Hi, everyone. Uh, we've uh, been asked to share some thoughts on uh, parenting. Uh, so this is a two-part lesson. Um, and we, what we will do is we're going to send out a survey um, in preparation for the next lesson just so that we can get an idea of what some of the very specific needs might be. But today we wanted to start off with by laying down the foundation of parenting through prayer. And it's an amazing blessing, isn't it, to be a parent. We have three uh, very lively, energetic boys um, and every day, you know, we find ourselves doing so much for our children, loving them, caring for them, nurturing them, teaching them, guiding them, helping them, equipping them, leading them, encouraging, protecting and so much more. And if you think about it, we spend so many precious hours helping them with their homework, driving them to activities, um, listening to them, playing with them. And let's not even talk about the money. You know, there was a, uh, a recent study came out that says that actually a couple spend £75,000 um, on each child by the time that child is 18. So that's a lot of money. And it's even more actually for single mums um, on things like food and sports and clothing and, you know, experiences and holidays, clubs and classes so that they will grow to become the people that we want them to be and God wants them to be and the world needs them to be. Um, but in the midst of all, you know, these busy lives that we lead and they lead, Shri and I really often have to ask ourselves how much time and energy and effort are we really spending on praying for our children. And I'm not just talking about God, please help them to become Christians, although that's obviously a great prayer but really specific, powerful, promise-filled, scripture-inspired, scripture-based prayers, <laughs> desperate, for our children. Um, praying through God's word, claiming the promises in his word for the lives of our children. And so, you know, when our three boys were seven, five, and three, we thought, you know, we've got this parenting thing. This is, you know, this is pretty easy. How hard can it be? Um, all you have to do, play with them, train them, you know, teach them, read to them, spend time with them. But now that they are 17, 15 and 13, not really so sure that that's all that it takes, particularly over the past few years. I think parenting for us has definitely been quite challenging. Yeah, and if I think about, like CJ said, before I was a parent, I was a perfect parent. And I, I absolutely thought, oh gosh, it's going to be so easy. I've got all these great people around me um, in the kingdom, great examples. Um, and they made it look so easy. But again, you didn't know the, the, the tears, the blood, sweat and tears that was going on in the background, especially the prayer. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, thankfully, God allows parenting to be a challenge for a reason. And I think that it's to literally bring us to our knees in prayer so that we can have an even greater opportunity to rely on him and thankfully not on ourselves. And so today I'm going to provide a list of scriptures on parenting through prayer that I encourage you to read along with and you will find um, they will be attached to this. So you'll be able to uh, re read along. Some of them I'll go into a little bit more detail on. Another ones I'll just 
um, reference so that you can have a look at in more detail. Okay, so the first the the the, the first introduction is just a, a call to remind us to pray. Okay, so remind us for us to, to call us to be people of prayer. In First Thessalonians five sixteen to eighteen, the Bible says, "Rejoice always." And so, all these scriptures I'm going to reference in the context of prayer. And so, re- the Bible says, "Rejoice always." And being a parent is such a blessing. Have you ever gone through, you know, your Google Photos or your photo albums? And I don't know about you, but for us, whenever we do it, we're just filled with joy. You know, we laugh about the times, even if. We've got a picture of one of them pulling a terrible face or doing something bad. There's very few of those actually because you don't tend to take pictures of mm-hmm. that. But when you look at them, it helps you to rejoice. And I think God is reminding us that actually being a parent is an opportunity to rejoice all the time and seek those times to rejoice. Also, it says in this verse, "Pray without ceasing." Do never stop praying for your children. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, what do you think that this is the will of God for you means? The this, I think that's the situation that you are in. Of course, is God's will, but also the call and the need to prayer is God's will for us as Christians. Now we could get all philosophical. Surely God knows, you know, what I need, and He knows what we're about to say before we say it. But there's something about us realizing our weakness and going to our heavenly Father that is deeply needed for our own souls, and I also think for the souls of our children. In Colossians chapter four, the Bible says, "Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful." And thankful. What would our children say that、mm. we were devoted to? You know, I, I'm going to actually do this with my own children,、mm-hmm. but I'm going to give them a list of things that they could maybe check off and just see what they say. You know, there might be some things like watching Arsenal or work, but hopefully they'll say prayer. Hopefully they'll say these spiritual things. But the Bible says that even for us as parents. We've got to be devoted to prayer, but also to being watchful. That just means being mindful in our parenting, looking out for the things that we need to be praying for, being present、um, and in the moment with our children. It, you know, parenting doesn't happen just by proximity, just by being in the same house. It takes intentional, mindful parenting, and that's what the Bible tells us.、Um, yeah,、sorry. and it's just that reminder.、Um, even if you think of the Proverbs. Thirty-one woman,、um, when she watches over the affairs of her household and just being mindful, and I think sometimes I can get quite busy.、Um, you know, now I'm working outside the home and sort of taking on a new role. It's easy to just to keep focusing on work and the people I'm managing, but remembering, wait a minute, I've got、uh, a ministry here at home and being watchful, the changes in the children. Um, and, and praying about that as well, and asking God. And I think there's times I'm sure CJ will go into it when we pray about things and God's revealed stuff, and you're like, "Oh my goodness!" And it can be quite challenging, but then it's good because then we can pray more, we can ask advice, we can get help. But it deepens that relationship with our children, but also to help them to know that they're not in it alone. 
So the the second point that we want to talk about is um, the fact that, you know, parenting, even though it is an amazing blessing and, you know, the good far outweighs the bad, but it sometimes really can be tough. Um, But thankfully, 1 Peter 5, 7 reminds us to cast all our anxiety onto God because he cares for us. God really cares for us as parents. Um, You know, the Old Testament actually ends, which I may reference at another point, it actually ends with a charge to fathers. That's how he decides to end. That's how important to God parenting is. Um, In James chapter 5, it says, if any, verse 13, if anyone among you is in trouble, let them pray. And let's face it, parenting can be troubling. None of us received, went on a course before we became parents, you know, none of us, we're kind of all working it out as we go along, even collectively as a church, you know, there's advice that we've received, um, which we may share about next time, but which was kind of like, oh my goodness, are you sure? Mm-hmm. And then we got other advice, and I like, know that's terrible advice, <laughs> and you know, and so it's troubling, it's tough, but thankfully God says, come on, I'm here. Pray, pray to me. Yeah, and I think, as um, CJ said, you know, um, just the anxiety, because I think, you know, the challenges of the world, especially as the children get older, I think, and each stage of parenting is awesome. I loved it when they were babies, I loved it when they were toddlers, I love it now they're teenagers. And I remember at each stage just feeling anxious about different things. When they're youngest, will they make friends? When they're older, it's like all the friends they've got. And, you know, and then all these different things. And I would be anxious about things. And I'd be sort of telling CJ about my anxieties or my fears. And be like, well, have you prayed about it? And I'd be like, oh, yes, of course. It needs to be that first point of call. Um, port of call, should I say. Um, and just allowing, just telling God everything and seeing God work and God reframe and and change my mind about the situation, change the the children perhaps, but definitely change what I think and how I feel about it, which helps me to not parent from a place of fear and worry and anxiety, but from a place of faith. And of course, work in progress, not there by any stretch of the imagination, but it's really great to see how you look back and see how God has brought you through all of these different times and challenges. You know, when the times are parenting is tough and challenging if we're not careful sometimes we can find ourselves parenting out of anger or frustration you know I've definitely been there and maybe if you're a parent you have as well um, but I really love this verse in first Timothy 2 first Timothy chapter 2 verse 8 it says therefore I want the men everywhere to pray lifting up holy hands without anger or dispute it and what a great verse for a parent that when our temptation is to react or to respond to our children in anger instead we respond in prayer how many times maybe have you had a falling out with your spouse and then you inadvertently take it out on your children God says that's not the way to do it no hands should ever be lifted in anger And the only times our hands should be lifted is actually in prayer. And so instead of parenting out of anger, God calls us to parent out of prayer. And so when we feel angry, we 
have to say, even perhaps to our children, at that moment, let's pray. The other day I was just talking to one of our boys and I, the way that the interaction was going, I was beginning to feel really angry. So I just walked out of his room, into my room, said a quick prayer, <laughs> came back, carried on the conversation. You know, because anger is a real feeling. And if we weren't, if we didn't have feelings, then there'd be something wrong with us. But thankfully, God shows us in the midst of that anger, we really do need to pray. Um, but also, thankfully, when we do mess up, the Bible says in James 5, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. There's been so many times when we pray for each other in our parenting. We ask our friends to pray for us in our parenting and for what we're going through. You know, God puts these verses in there for a reason, because he knows that it's tough. But thankfully, he's given us the complete arsenal that we need, particularly the foundation of prayer to, to, us, to help us to get through. Um, this next verse, Psalm 102, verse 17, he, God, will respond to the prayer of the destitute. He will not despise their plea. You know, as we said, this past year, I think, has been a little bit challenging. And particularly for one of our boys, um, I found it quite hard um, helping him to kind of transition into uh, the next phase and chapter of his life. And there's been some really tough battles with him. And even moments when I've gone into the bathroom and cried because it's been that tough and that difficult um, but thankfully God says he responds to the prayer of the destitute and so then that's such and has been thankfully such a great opportunity for me to pray for me to wrestle in prayer for my son um, and even when I've not quite known what to say Romans 8 verse 26 says in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And I think, um, yeah, like CJ said, I've definitely been there with my children, and hope, I don't know, hopefully you've not, but if you have, you can relate. And I, and I think one of the things that I can get, I can get hurt and upset, and I know that, um, just like CJ said, it's, it's taking that time to pray. And sometimes I can feel like, oh my gosh, we are doing all the work here. We're the ones <laughs> praying and they're just like basking in whatever they're doing. But um, it is also that reminder that they are um, immature. They can't, they may not know how to make amends, may not realise, but we're the adults, we're the Christians, we're the mature ones and they need us. And, and I think it is really difficult um, to sort of remember that. And I think that's what I need. That's when I need God's help. I'm like, God, help me. I want to be upset with my children. I don't want to um, be forgiving, um, especially if they've hurt my feelings, because now they're getting older. Um, you know, I'm no longer cool, awesome mum, fun mum. I think I'm cool. Some of my students think I'm cool, but my kids definitely not. And so and you can see their tone change and it's quite hurtful and sometimes disrespectful and obviously we call out that disrespect but it really is um you know there's times that, that I have to pray pray for them and pray for their hearts and minds to change and help them and CJ does too help them to sort of understand 
if they've been disrespectful and what's behind that but um, for me not to over exaggerate and then hold a grudge and I didn't realise I could do that especially not to my children <laughs> um, but you know and that's the things so I'm like well God please help me help me be like Jesus what would Jesus do how would Jesus be what do my what does my child need right now rather than what do I want and it's just like give me a humble heart let me practice humility right now with my children let me be meek because it doesn't come naturally God strengthen me um and and that and that's good because when they see me humble you know humble if I have upset them or said the wrong thing um and they know I admit my wrong you just see their faces melt and then there's that lovely reconciliation um, and the last verse in this particular section uh, is Mark nine twenty nine, And, you know, the fact is sometimes mm-hmm. things can be that tough that we need to fast and pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been, you know, days when Shuri and I have made a decision that this, can, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. And, and that's what we've had to do. And so let's not forget that, you know, that God, Jesus calls us. Uh, to to those desperate times or to answer those desperate times in that way and yeah that reminds me of um, one time when we were at a a conference um, we won't name the person who said it but it was uh, one of the brothers were preaching and they were talking about their child they were just going through such a difficult time with them that every Tuesday um, that he and his wife would get together for a period of time and just fast and the same thing when we're in Knoxville a couple who had four children and their oldest daughter had left, had just sort of gone off the rails and was just not um, living the life um, of a, a Christian. And they were just distraught and they just would fast and they would pray. And the daughter did eventually come back and all of their children became Christians. And um, I think it was just encouraging just to see their faith and to see their determination and you know and they're ordinary brothers and sisters just trying to live for God and I just thought that was really inspiring you know to see how God worked through their faith and and answered their prayers and because they prayed they did the hard work of prayer because their children at that time were not wanting to do it and the next section is how we pray for our children Um, and in Ephesians chapter 6 so all the verses that I've referenced here, I'm going to talk about in the context of our children. Okay, so they will read the way that I read them will be different to what you have in the document, but you'll you'll get what I mean. So in Ephesians chapter six, so the Bible is full of these very specific prayers for the saints, um, and I don't know if you've ever done that, but if you identify some of these prayers, particularly in the epistles you'll see that there is a depth to these prayers that I think I, we sometimes don't even come close to. We only really scratch the surface on the depth of prayer that God wants us to come to. And so have a little think about this, about what we could be praying for, for our children. So in Ephesians 6.18 it says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all your children. And it's things like praying for their character, praying for their school, praying for their friends, but actually praying scripture-inspired prayers 
and that's what I want to talk about next. Was there anything you wanted to share on that? Yeah, and most of the, well, I'm just saying most, I'm assuming, there was that book, you know, Power of a Praying Wife and Power of a Praying Parent, Stormy O'Martian. Um, and I know some of it, you, you kind of look through and think, mm, I'm not sure, but I really love that concept. And I know, I think it was just quite nice sometimes, not every day, but just even ha- sometimes I just set time to sign and think, right, I'm going to just pray these prayers for my children or just pick through um, different things, whether it was, um, you know, respect or, you know, not being rebellious or being strong minded or, you know, desiring things of God or, you know, different things in their character and personality. And it would be incredible again just to see how God would work and um, transform them um, through those times. I think I need to do them again. (laughs) So as well as those prayers, um, as I said, in the Bible, there are these really deep prayers that I'd like to um, Maybe you know about these already, I'm sure you do. But in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, how about praying this for our children? Pray that the eyes of their hearts may be enlightened in order that they may know the hope to which God is calling them, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. What an amazing prayer. You know, we can pray that prayer for our children, that they will know fully the hope that God is calling them that is the greatest hope that we have in the world it's a greater hope than money than education than relationships it's the greatest hope that we have and we can pray that for our children Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 to 19 this is an amazing prayer that I pray so often for my kids pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen them with power through his spirit in their inner being so that Christ may dwell in their hearts through faith that they being rooted and established in love may have power to grasp how wide and long how high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that they may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. It's easy for us to look at that verse as a teaching, like that's what we should be teaching people to do. But actually, that verse is a prayer. All we need to do is have the faith to pray it for one another, of course, but pray it for our children. You know, we can maybe try and drive these things into our kids, teach them, and these are good things to teach, but actually, the Bible says we should be praying these things for our children and I think when we do that again it increases our faith but it also hands it over really to God yeah because I think as well prayer can be a lot more effort you know um, I think even for me sometimes you just want to talk to people and get their advice or get their thoughts and I have um, some really good friends that I was speaking to um, my friend who leads the church in Belfast the other day and we, I was asking her for some advice and she's like let's just pray about it and it was just so encouraging and when we finished the prayer God's spirit had lifted us so much and I think it is for praying that for our children is that that they'll know God loves them because I think that's what we want them to know that they are loved by God and we'll tell them but we'll definitely pray that because you want them to know that deep deep within them that and it is all about God you know we're God's children and he he cares so much for us that we want that to be the thing 
that the children know how loved, deeply loved they are by God. Yeah. And, you know, in that verse, it says that, that we should be praying that they they know God's love that pass, that surpasses knowledge. You know, they're being filled with, I was teaching today a lesson and there was a big debate in the lesson about science versus creation. And, you know, our children are being fed knowledge all the time. You but it's, it's God's love, isn't it, that surpasses all of that, that we want them to be deeply rooted in. Um, in John, in First John two fifteen, it says, "Do not love the world or anything in the world." You know, and I'm sure we all have conversations with our children about the world, and that's that's good. But actually, how about praying instead, like it says in First John four sixteen, that they know and rely on the love that God has for them. What an amazing prayer that is! You know that they are so confident in God's love that they themselves rely and learn to rely on his love more than anything else in the world. These are just a few. There are so many other really deep scripture inspired um, prayers that we all can be praying. If you have any, please share them with us as well. Finally, I think it's teaching our children also to pray. In Luke chapter 11, Uh, The Bible says, one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. And when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. And so the disciple here was like, they saw Jesus praying. Hopefully our children see us praying as well. But they also knew that John's disciples were being taught to pray. And so they wanted to be taught by Jesus as well. And, you know, teaching our children to pray is is probably one of the greatest gifts we can give to them isn't it you know and we try to teach our children so many things teach them how to cook or you know um whatever it might be but actually teaching them to pray is a what an amazing blessing for them to have and so you know some of the things that we try and do of course we 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 pray at home um all together we try and do that at least three times a week uh i go on prayer walks with uh, one of our children who's is a disciple I try to pray with the other kids at times we're out on prayer walks try and sneak it in um, but if I'm going in the car taking them to sports activities then we pray you know we have a quiet time together but you know the disciples who were with Jesus all the time recognized their their need to be taught to pray and so you know let's also just remind us to do that so just to finish, um, to be mindful, intentional, godly Christian parents isn't easy. And it's probably the most important job that we can ever do. And so faced with such huge responsibility, thankfully, we're not on our own. Because in First Chronicles 16.11, it says, look to the Lord and his strength and seek his face always and so i hope that today this has been an encouraging reminder um, of the need to pray but also perhaps an upward call uh, of what type of things we can be praying for for our children as well so following this as i said we will be sending out a survey um, to be able to uh, give us an idea of what might some of the the needs are for our next lesson next month hopefully this has been helpful Um, look out for the the document the prayer document to go along with this thank you Bye. bye